What's up, guys? Welcome back to the ENG Pod of Thunder with your boy, Young Denzel. And I'm here with Angel Sanchez. You may have known him from the football field at Hendrickson. He was Providence Journal's all-decade team, a team captain in football and basketball. He was a three-time, first-time All-Stater and was named the MVP of the 2019 Super Bowl. He played running back, safety, cornerback, pretty much everywhere on the field. My boy had 32 career touchdowns along with 3,400 total yards. And now he's at... Taper College. Taper College. And let me get into his... That was just his football. Let me get into his basketball accomplishments. My guy was also a rare four-year starter on the Hardwood at Hendrickson. He helped lead the team to a state championship as a freshman in 2017, as a sophomore in 2018, was also the championship most valuable player in 2017, a team captain in 2020, first team all-league selection, and led his team to a 17-1 regular season record at Hendrickson. The guy, and didn't you have some stuff on the track too? Uh, I won one championship uh, my sophomore year, I think it was. Damn, yeah. You had quite a career, Hendrickson, bro. Yeah. It must have been a good time. Yeah, a lot of people tell me uh, I, like, that I picked the right sports to play, really. Yeah, I mean, I'll get to that real quick. Also on the line, we have my boy, Patrick Miranda. He is calling in, so you can't see him, but he is able to hear him. He went to St. Ray's. Back in the day, he can give a little bit more detail about himself. He went the entire football route. He wants to give a little bit of an explanation of his background. Back. Damn, nigga, you didn't get the. I thought you were gonna get the rollout. I thought you had the bio like Angel. Oh, I can. I can pull it up. Send me the link. Send me the link. <laughs> nah, nah, it's good. It's good. Angel shit better than mine. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cap. <laughs> nah, bro. Don't be. Don't be humble. You got. You got a whole thing yourself too. Yeah, it's all good, bro. Bro, nah, like. High school, yeah, his, his shit way better than my shit, but, like, I don't know, like, <clears throat> I don't know, like, don't, like I'm right, pretty don't, accomplished, don't, too, don't but... Don't be humble, pull out the, the stats. Like, um, bro, I went to I went to Juco route, all of that, feel me, and I ended up at Utah State and everything, but, uh, like, high school and everything like that, shit, I don't know, like... You gonna have to do my bio, bro. I thought uh, you got while, while I'm looking it up, Google. While I'm looking it up, <laughs> I thought you Google me. <laughs> while I'm looking it up, uh, since you know you're one of my best friends, bro, brother from another mother. Let's get into it. If yeah. you want to give a little bit of explanation, we kind of have the JUCO. Um, you know, you're at JUCO now, right? Uh, I'm at NAI. It's NAI. What's what's NAI? It's uh sort of like JUCO, but like right, it's like D1, D2, D3, NAI, then JUCO. Gotcha. So, I mean, if Pat wants to give, he's like a professional at this type of stuff. So, Pat, I don't know if you want, you know, you're pretty open about it that, um, you know, at Saints, you didn't have the best academics, so you had to go that route um, while I'm pulling up your stats. So, you, if you had to change anything back in high school, I mean, I guess you can go to both of you guys, Pat and answer first. What would you change during your high school career to be, have a different college trajectory? That's a good question. I would, I would definitely say, like, at the at the very start, I would have did a lot better academically because, like, it's not true that I wasn't doing good academically. I just picked it up too late, you know. Like, you get measured each semester, each year, pretty much. <clears throat> so I pretty much noticed, like, my junior year, probably at the end of my junior year, how important it was, like, to get into college, like, school-wise. So that's when I kicked it in. I was going crazy. Like, I almost boosted up my GPA to, like, to be D1 eligible, but it was close. But it wasn't close enough because <clears throat> my first two years were just trash. Like, I was just showing up to school, like, not thinking about how important it was. You feel me? So I'm just there to play sports. That's what that was going through my head. Did you like, think- if I had a feeling in my head, like, if I, if I knew for a fact that I wasn't doing good enough academically to, you know, to, you know, go to a good school, then I would have kicked it in a lot earlier. But some people, you got to see it for yourself and then realize, like, oh, shit. I'm not gonna be able to do what I want to do because I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do, you know. So you can't see him, but Angel's shaking his head. Yes. So you seems like you agree with his statement. Yeah, we uh, sort of have like the similar similar stories. Of with me, I wasn't very into the all education stuff. Uh, as everybody knows, like I've, I have, I know I have the talent. People know I have the talent. It's just me mentally yeah. in school wasn't fully there. 
like my freshman right. and sophomore year was pretty rough. So like, I guess question for both of you guys, Angel, if you want to answer this first, did you guys, because for our viewers tuning in, we have D1 level talent on the room right now. Patrick went to D1 school. He went to Utah State. And Angel's definitely, definitely, like you, everyone says here, he has a talent for sure. So that being said, at that young age, are you, like, what's going through your head? Are you saying, like, wow, I'm just so good. No one cares. No one's going to care about my grades. They're going to take me just for my, like, just for my play in the field. Is that what's going through your head? Uh, It's not, that's not going through my head. It's just, I I think I didn't put enough effort into the school, like, school work and stuff, just, like, taking the time to study, like, for tests, exams, or just the little things that actually mattered at the end. How about you, Pat? Are you agreeing with that? Or like, what's your what's going through your mind? Oh, hell point? yeah. I, we probably went through the same shit. Like, yeah. You know, because you're coming from middle school. First of all, I didn't even know I was going to go to the Saints like last minute. I was still, I practiced at Tolman. Like, yeah. I a thought week I was or two. supposed to end up You know what I mean? Really? <laughs> I never knew that. Yeah, I was Wait. supposed to end up at LaSalle. So, Pat, you're, I'm going to get back to you. Pat, you're supposed to go to Tolman, and you're thinking, so at that point, so say if you did go to Tolman, what's the difference supposed to you going to, uh, to St. Ray's? Shit, so if I went to Tolman, the way I started off my Saints career, like, it would have just finished that way at Tolman, I feel like. That's a good question. I never thought about that. But, like, my first two two years at Saints was trash. I'm over here thinking, like, oh, all I got to do is play sports. And as long as I, I could play, like, nobody's going to say anything to me. You know what I mean? Which is yeah. the wrong mindset to have. Yeah. Most definitely. So, how about you? So you said you're thinking you're going to LaSalle. Yeah, so my eighth grade year, um, I'm playing like literally just at practice, Providence 49ers, and my mother and my brother's old coach when he used to play there were just having like a long talk, and I noticed them talking while the practice is going on, and he's just telling her how I should go Hendrickin, I would be focused more, there's no girls. And yeah, that's literally how my mom changed her mind just like that and then just sent me to Hendrickin. Do you do you think it w- what do you think would have been different if you went to LaSalle? <laughs> <laughs> um if I went to LaSalle, oh that's a tough question cuz I don't know if I don't know if Hendrickin's going to win the same amount of championships if they did while I was there. I'll say that. I'm not I'm not saying I'm a whole piece, but I felt like while I was at Hendrickin, I was probably one of the most important parts to a championship. You know, 100%. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I think, you know, I think there's no um, arguing that for sure at all. Um, there, are there times where you do wish you went to a different school opposed to Hendrickin? Uh, no, not at all. I had a great time at Hendrickin. I met a lot of new, like, kids uh, from all over the, like, city from like Warwick, East Greenwich, and they all like my best friends now. So I, nah, I wouldn't change a thing. Well, that's on the personal side. On the football side, though, do you think if you went to a prep school, LaSalle, any other school? Because like you said, you definitely were like the focal piece. Yeah. But Hendrickin was so stacked across the board. You were sharing the ball a lot with the Twins. Yeah. Helio was getting the ball. Jordan got the ball sometimes. You would have even, you know, James, there's a whole bunch of people getting the ball. Yeah. If you're at like St. Ray's, I went to Saints, so I'm not knocking the pat when the Saints, he knows. But when there's like when there's a guy at Saints, they're the guy. Yeah. You'd have gotten the ball probably like 15, 20 more times <laughs> if you went to Saints, if you went to LaSalle, if you would have went to any other pre- like any other school in Rhode Island, you would have gotten the ball twenty more times. Your highlight tape would have been way more crazier opposed to what is Hendrickin, which is still crazy. Yeah. But you don't think it would have been more offers or more looks if you went somewhere else? Uh, honestly, I I think it all just falls on me. Like I, like we said before, I wasn't fully into the education, so it's it was really on myself just trying to keep up with like with my GPA and schoolwork. So wherever I went didn't really matter. It's just I had to put the effort in. The facts. Let me get this so Pat doesn't get mad at me. <laughs> Junior college. Earned California Community College Athletic Association first team all state, first team all region honors at linebacker as a sophomore at Chabot and Hayward, California. He helped that gladiator to a nine and three record, a Valley League championship. I went All American too my freshman year. Where did you go? Oh, Utah State fucked you over, then I put that in. It's like, uh, man, fuck Utah State. I didn't know you you played all state, all region, and then all. 
uh, all American my freshman year, which is like pretty much based off like the state of California. We have like our own all American system, and like everywhere else is just like you know all the other shit put together. Yeah, and then your, during your sophomore season, you had 102 tackles, which included one sack, four and a half tackles for a loss to go with one forced fumble and one fumble recovery. And you had a four double-digit tackle out- outing during the season, which included a, team, a career-high 19 tackles Okay. against Modest, Modos, JC. Also the recorded 14. Yeah. Oh, I said that shit wrong. Also recorded 14 tackles and two tackles for a loss against Feather River, JC, and 11 tackles. Jesus Christ, Pat. As a a freshman, um, yeah, you're in first team California, All-American, as well as first team All-State and All-Region honors, as you recorded 118 tackles that season. I missed the game my second year. As a matter of fact, no, it was even because we played an extra playoff game, so I played the same amount of both games. My first game was against uh, Aaron Rodgers, old Juco, Butte, you feel me? But you were a defensive uh, MVP for the Providence Gridiron as well your senior year and first team All State. Yeah, I could I should have got more accolades with the RI football. You feel me? But you know it's all love. You know I really yeah it's cool. Yeah, no, I mean well I think you made up for more than that at uh the college level. I mean there's definitely people you're. Your year that had better accomplishments in Rhode Island, but you did did even play in college. So That's I facts. mean, what would you rather do, play in college or get those athletes in high school? No, yeah, I mean the the Rhode Island Association is like pretty funny with that. You know, if you the more the more games you win, the more bids you have. You know, I'm not saying that that's how it shouldn't be. It's just they'll overlook some things. You know what I mean? So I'm sure there's a lot of kids everywhere that play that, even D threes, D twos, like since forever that are just like that, but they don't don't get the accolades like everybody else. Like, if you're at a big school, you're going to get those accolades if you in state all the time, but, you know, sometimes do you, do you, it, just, it is what it is. So that's your thought on that. I mean, do you agree with that on the, like, on Hendrickson's side? I feel no, like... No, but when you're the man like, like Angel or, like, Quiddy, you feel me? Like, you deserve all that praise and even more, you know what I mean? Like, because at the same time on the spectrum, like, Rhode Island's a small-ass state. But you know what I mean? They'll overlook you just like you could be the best in Rhode Island and get overlooked anywhere else, you know. Mm-hmm. So at the same time, you know, some people are really about that. Yeah, there's Coming definitely, out of there's too, definitely so you can get overlooked too. Talent so all know, over from D one to D three. So it's just them finding the right person, really. Do you feel like you you got all the love you deserve? Do you think you should have got more? Uh I feel like I got the an, an enough love. love, but I really should have came away with that Gatorade my senior year. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, wait, who got it that year again? Was uh, the quarterback from North Kingstown. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's weak. I don't even yeah, know who that is. Yeah, but on, but that's that's a different story. Bro, because Pat, I, I showed Pat your highlight tape. <laughs> so Pat knows how you are. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Angels different. legit. Yeah, different. It's like, I don't understand. But that's where I was saying, though, sometimes you weren't that focal point because James was getting the ball a good amount. When he did, James did well. Yeah, James did good. James did good. The twins did good, obviously. Yeah, twins stayed. So like good. if they didn't ha- if you didn't have them, you would have been even crazier. Yeah. And NK, they were they were they were throwing the ball up a lot, is all I'll say. Yeah, he I, no I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying he's trash. I'm not saying any of that because he did have a cannon on him. He did have good receivers with him and putting the ball where it needs to be. But like I said before, I I felt like I should have went away with that Gatorade before I yeah, left high school. Hundred percent. No, I thought you. I thought you had that shit. Nah, uh, yeah, that was <laughs> that was bad. It's all right though. I mean, yeah. So um, you kind of touched on it, but I mean, Pat, how much time you got left? No, you can keep going. It's a good convo. I'm not tripping. Oh, if you got something for Angel, you can go through. I'm, I'm just trying to coordinate what I'm, what I'm thinking right now. No, I'm good. Hold on. This guy's taking a poop. <laughs> you talking so, about me, dude? Yeah. <laughs> sounds like you're moving around and shit. I had to turn the AC down. It's fucking freezing, nigga. His brother be blasting the AC. <laughs> I saw I'd be sleeping, though, with the AC on. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's only what you got to do. No, yeah, I, I can't, can't sleep when it's hot. Nah, can't yeah, be too yeah. hot. <laughs> yeah, so what's... um? So what after Hendrickson then? So give us a little bit of... um. I'll play by play. So, um, did you have college looking at you before they? Uh, college interested before they knew about your GPA and things along those lines. Uh, yeah, I had a couple D twos, a uh, couple D threes, URI, um, Merrimack, 
UMass Dartmouth. Um, you know, at UMass Dartmouth, I'm their number one receiver on the board. They love me over there. Um, I visited UConn. Um, and just school. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So then what happened? So then they just saw your GPA and they were like, nah. Uh, sort of. They just wanted me to get it more up. And when I when I went to UConn, like I went to visit, I was meeting with coaches and stuff, and they like they told me. Like they like my film and everything, but I just need to get faster. So then I just bro, what, that just reminds me. I'm sorry to cut you off, bro. You, you remind me of my boy's little brother. He went to UConn. Like you have the same frame as him. He plays safety at UConn. Like yeah. he was a dog. Uh, Jerry Coyle. He's uh he's with the he's with the he's with the Cowboys right now. But bro, you remind me of his build. He played four years at UConn, then he uh grad transferred. Three years at UConn, then grad transferred to Vanderbilt. Yeah. But bro, that's crazy. You like, I'm glad UConn like was recruiting me, bro. They, that shit would have been a fit, bro. Yeah, and they fuck with the athletes at UConn. Yeah, for sure. Like I was loving. Even though they're trash, but yeah. <laughs> they could play I some was, football. I was liking like the stadium and all that. It was smooth. Like my parents was liking it and all. So, but yeah. after that visit, they didn't really keep in touch with me, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, so Pat, you hearing that? I feel like you're the king. at no, and you now know a lot of coaches. You know how the system works since you've been through literally every single system. When you hear yeah. a sound like that from a player of like Angel's caliber, what advice do you have for him? And like, what do you, you know, what would you say to him in those scenarios? No, I mean, it just shows you how real it is. Like, you know, you could be getting talked to by one school and then the next minute they're not even talking to you, you know? Yeah. Um, it gets confusing, you know? That's why it's good to, to, to know like the calendar, what's going on throughout the year when they can recruit, when they can't. Because, like, there'll be some periods where it'll be, like, two months where they're not even allowed to talk to players. Yeah. will be like, bro, what the hell is going on? So, <laughs> you know, so each semester is different. So you got to be on top of that for sure. Yeah, for sure. But besides that, like, even, like, I know you want to go to another school, you know, better than where you're at right now. Like, even, like when you get the opportunity, it's like, you just got to, like, you just got to go wherever they're showing the most love. Yeah, for sure. You feel me? Like, you just got to be able to sense all that stuff because at the end of the day, like, it doesn't really matter where you go. Even though it does, it's a little bit. It's a little bit. <laughs> you know, like, um, you know, that, like, you have to go hard no matter what. You know what I'm talking about? So Yeah, that's also, like, another reason is, like, where I am where I'm now because they, when I went to visit Tabor, they showed a lot of love. Like, they showed... Mm-hmm. They show me like a true brotherhood. Like the coaches, they're all cool. Like they they mess with me heavy, so that's another reason why I committed over there. Not for sure. No, that goes a long way. That goes a long way. So Pat, did you feel that love at Chabot? And because you had the whole story, you went to Central Connecticut first, no? No, yeah. So uh, I was pretty much ineligible. I was ineligible. My uh, wait, wait, wait. So coming out of Saints, I pretty much went to prep school because I was ineligible, Division One ineligible. So I went to prep school in North Carolina uh, for a year. That was like, that was amazing. Like that first year, I'm sure Angel could talk about that too. Like your first year playing somewhere else. Yeah. And then like just feeling that confidence within yourself, like playing in different competition, you know, against different states. That's like, that first year is just so, so like you could grow so much in that first year out of high school. Um, like even Alfred went prep school too. You know he shined in his prep school. So yeah, Alfred balled out. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. definitely. So like that just shows you, like it just like coming from a island. Just you gotta have that pride with you, you know, because people will try to play you. But you know that first year, it, it shows you a lot about yourself. I feel like you know. So so that was a really eye opening for me coming uh, out of going to North Carolina. For, stop uh, in North Carolina first. Pat, Pat, stop in North Carolina first. So quick question: interrupt you there. Yeah. Do you guys have that like aura when you go at, when you guys go to different states? Like, oh, you're that Rhode Island player. Uh, yeah, I, I'm at school now. I I've noticed I got the 401 tatted above my knee. So when <laughs> whenever someone looks at me and they always like, what is that? That's my area code. That's where I'm from. And right. like people just look at me like and looking down on you guys. Yeah, like but that ain't nothing. Like I've always whenever I get a chance to play outside Rhode Island, like it gives me more excited. Because I know what I can do, and I know what I can do to other kids that stand in front of me that are not from Rhode Island. Facts. You feel that same way, Pat? You feeling like you're being looked down upon, too? I mean, like, yeah, I agree with Angel, but not so much the fact that, like, cause just because I'm in Rhode Island, like, from Rhode Island, it's just the fact that, like, that's, like, your first test. So no matter what, people are going to be looking at you crazy because you don't really know anybody regardless. <laughs> so it's like you got to prove it to yourself. Like, if anything, I go into situations like that thinking, like, 
I, I need these people to ask who I am after this shit. They're gonna yeah. be asking who the fuck this kid is. You yeah. know what I mean? So That's what especially I mean. like you gotta set your mark early. You know? Yeah, spring, uh, fall camp. When I first got out there, like I knew like some of the guys, but like when I first went to visit, but like most of the other kids on the team didn't know me like that. So once uh, right. fall camp came, we started doing one on ones. I was like, baking, cooking, and they all looking at me like, like who, who, like what are you a freshman? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That was actually one of my original questions I was going to get to. So, like, you kind of have to be talking about mindset right now. So, I'm always curious, like, coming from, like, that, you know, you guys have that D1-type caliber play on the field. What do you guys attribute that to? Like, especially, you know, both of you guys, you guys pretty much the same height. You guys kind of, like, undersized coming out of Rhode Island. Not the biggest, not the strongest. You know, you guys don't have the full package technically. Yeah. So well, how are you guys getting that, like, the extra dog in you? Because both you guys, Pat, one of the hardest hitters I've like, seen in my life. Angel, you know, one of the best players from Rhode Island I've definitely seen. So, you know, you guys definitely have the expectation. Like, you guys know, well, Angel at least, he's going to get single, double team, triple team. And he's still making those plays in those key moments. Pat, your side and the defensive side, you're making those key plays when the game's like the biggest moments, you're making those plays. Where do you get? And you guys are, you know, gamers. Where do you guys feel like you got that bit, like that dog in you? Like, where do you guys think it comes from? And how do you maintain that throughout the entire game and in practice, meeting new players? Where do you like things come from? Oh, uh, shit. For me, um, as soon as this game, like, one, once it's game day, school is over, I'm locked in. Because I know that's pretty, that's pretty much it. I'm locked in. I listen to my own music. I get in my mode where I know where I can get, like, all right, it's time to go. It's time to get on the field and start going crazy. That's pretty much it for me, really. I was just thinking about uh, kind of like your question the other day, like, because <clears throat> I, I forgot what I was, like, watching there. Like, I was just thinking about some shit. And I'm like, honestly, I think I saw something, like, uh, I was thinking about, like, Pop Warner. Like, and just the, like, I was just having flashbacks or something. Shout out to the Braves, you know, Big Red, Donald. <laughs> uh, I feel like, because I was watching something, I'm like, God damn, I'm like, like, I, I was hoping that the game didn't lose, like, this aspect. And I feel like, you know, because, like, uh, like, comparing it to Steph Curry, I'll just, people just, little kids are just shooting threes like crazy. <laughs> I feel like football is just changing a little bit, too, like, in this generation. Like, I don't know if they come up the same way that, we came up, I came up, you know, growing up, like, playing Pop Warner. I was thinking, because it really comes down to heart. Like, yeah. that's when you get taught heart. Like, because there'll be days where it's like, think about playing Pop Warner. You used to care so much if you lost. Before you even <laughs> know, knew what losing was, you know? Yeah. And, like, you would just see your whole team respond. You don't even know what's going on. You just got to have heart. Like, now, I feel like that's when true heart develops. Like, in high school, you could lose a game. In the middle of the season, and not really give a fuck. But like Pop Warner, you might be so fucking mad that like you don't know what to do. <laughs> Shit. Once I, one thing I learned, and it was actually from Coach Gomes. Like me and him, literally are the same person. We both hate losing more than we love winning. And just so you guys know, Mister Gomes is the Hendrickens basketball coach. Yeah. Shout out Coach Gomes. <laughs> Another ring to his resume. You that know was, that. that was crazy over the weekend. But, um, yeah, so you guys think, you know, you guys just care. You guys care and focus a lot more than the regular person, the regular high school kid, the regular D2, D3 player. You guys have that extra focus is what what you're kind of, like, crediting it to. Yeah, pretty much. Just a certain point, like, knowing when to lock in. Uh, I'll just say this. Like, when you love the game, like, when you love the game and you just watch it, like, like all day, every day, and you just when you go when you get into your shit, when you actually watching your film and shit like yeah, that. Studying. Like if you love the game, you're gonna like you, you wanna be perfect every play. Like the more you learn, the more you know like how serious it is, like each play, how like you just gotta be perfect damn there. Especially in college, they start grading you on each play and shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, you start yeah, you studying you start studying deep like for my my side like we start studying defense we got to know like what coverage they're in before the play gets off so yeah. it's just really just knowing the what formation the defense is in and like studying the playbook or like just the defensive set that they're going to give us gotcha yeah yes yeah, it's, it's uh yeah you know and the regular person you know, doesn't have that mindset i'm sure you play with kids probably even college right now i'm sure especially at the high school level 
there's kids just going just to show up. Oh. Show up just for yeah. a jack, just for a yeah. ring. And, you know, does those type of players, we don't have to give names, but those players, <laughs> do those type of players like piss you off when they're on the field? I mean, I'm not the one to like judge somebody. Like if you want to come out here and just put on a uniform and like don't even want to play and just say you won, then hey, do do yourself. But I know myself and I'm going to put in the work to get this uh, to get this ring, to get this championship. So, but it gets me mad a little bit because that also translates like other kids start seeing that. So yeah. like other kids are like, oh, he's doing it. Like, why can't I? And I'm just like, bro, like if you want to be good or at least great and like in this sport of football and we're from Rhode Island again, like you got to lock in. There's not, we got a margin of error, a small margin of error. Right. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I remember one time, uh, Pat, I think it was past freshman year. You came in and you, uh, I think you messed up, and that definitely that emotion on your face, like you, you know, I'm not sure we get the details, and like you were definitely upset, you were angry, and that year we we weren't good, we were like one like maybe five games, and so the point being, a lot of kids on the team didn't give a shit, and that just that emotion alone, like Pat giving a shit, like you can tell he's gonna go on and do better things. Yeah, just like that emotion alone, like you tell he he fucked up, and he know you fucked up. But he was gonna correct it and be better. A lot of the kids just been like, "Oh fuck it." I yeah. Don't care. And there's also like a lot of kids that, when the, like they can't take coaches' criticism, really. That's what I think. Like I feel like there's some kids that could take the coaches' criticism and they'll get right back on the field, gone to the next play. But there's also some kids that don't, and they just shut down. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I feel like should like that like reflects on <clears throat> how your how your season's gonna end up too. Like yeah. Like for some reason, I I just catch myself thinking like. Sometimes about my JUCO team, like my first two years there, like my first year there, like I don't know why this happens, but like I feel like everywhere I go, I just bring that place more money every time I leave. But like <laughs> my first year at the JUCO, like because nigga, there's like jumbo screens now at the JUCO. But, yeah, like, yeah. Besides that, besides that, like our first year there, I was just thinking like, bro, like we were good. Like that was our first time going to the playoffs in hella long, and then I did it again my second year, but like. I was thinking, I'm like, bro, we are good and shit. Like, everybody's like, like following. Like, I feel like I, I feel like I was leading without even realizing it until it was over. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, for sure. Like, even the players that didn't even like weren't even good enough, didn't care that weren't weren't that good. Yeah, they were still caring. They showed up on time every day. Like, yeah, like there's sure. not too many teams that you know you see that like everybody's on board and shit. But yeah. I, I've definitely been on teams where people just don't give a fuck and it's just like. It just translates so easily. But my first two years at the JUCO, like... Wait, so you went to bro, prep school. Like, so I, we're going back, wrapping back to this conversation. So you went to prep school, then you went to JUCO? Or was it prep, Central yeah. Connecticut, then JUCO? Oh, no, I went to prep school. And then I was still... This is the bullshit. Uh, I went to my prep school. This I what snapped, we, want, this, we want the good. Like, we want the like, bullshit. Huh? Of deal, this is what we want. We want the bullshit, the real truth to recruiting and what yeah. you should be expecting and going into that next level. Because it's not always what people think it is. Yeah. And I'm sure you guys figured exactly. that out on your own. And uh, no, nah, this is it's like it just shows you how important grades are because I went to that prep school and I snapped again. Like it was one year, but I snapped in that one year. Yeah, crazy ass film, and it, it wasn't a problem again from like athletics. Just like Saints, it wasn't a problem. It was the academics. So, bro, I was about to. I had hella walk on opportunities just because. Like, I'll give a shout out to my coach, uh, Coach Covington. He's at Ohio right now. Um, but yo, he like he really cared about me. Like. He he was putting he was uh, putting me on to this and that. I think though one day it's because we had a brawl like my last game at the JUCO. We had a brawl against Atlanta Sports Academy. At my prep school. And like yeah, somebody tried to somebody tried to sneak him and I, I snuck like I snuck somebody right there. So <laughs> we held it down ever since then. So but but like I went on unofficials to to Duke, UNC, and NCAT just because of him. And I was really trying to go to Duke hella bad. Then I found out, like, bro, you got to take subject SATs and shit like that. And so going to Duke is just not even easy, like, yeah. off-rip, like, academically. And All then the he put me on Oklahoma State because his buddy was a uh, D coordinator, some shit like that, at Oklahoma State. So the whole time I'm thinking I'm going to go to Oklahoma State for, like, the whole spring, some shit like that. Then what, they pulled their offer? And no, like, I was academically ineligible. Everything was set up for me to walk on at Oklahoma State and then... I was ineligible. Oh. 
So after that, I, I found this out while I went to uh, CCSU, though, because I ended up saying, fuck it, I'm going to go to CCSU. So I was there in the spring, and, bro, I got there, and I was uh, deemed academically ineligible, so I couldn't I couldn't practice. So they, they told me I had to stop practicing. Like, um, I, try, I practiced, like, one time. They put me up late. Like, the semester had already started, so I'm at CCSU. They're getting, putting me through the NCAA. Like, practices didn't start yet. And then when they did start, like, I had, like, two practices, like, just spring workout type shit. And then it was just, like, um, I checked the NCAA clearinghouse, and I was ineligible. So when that happens, like, you just got to – I was done for the year, so I had to – I couldn't practice. Does that count do towards your years? For a year, no matter where I'm at. Does, so, that, does that count towards your years? No, it's pretty much just like uh, – it's like a red shirt. It's like a gray shirt. But not really. It's like a red shirt because – now, that was actually my redshirt year that I took because it's not a gray shirt because I was taking full-time classes because I was staying on campus. So that was pretty much my redshirt year right there. So then how's your And I couldn't up? even practice. So next was Chabot. Yeah, after that, so I stayed at CCSU for a year. And um, so I came back. I actually practiced with them for the spring. Um, um, but then I was just like, bro, I'm about to just transfer to JUCO because my brother had moved to Cali. We moved to the Bay, and um, this is before I even uh, left uh, CCSU. I was just out there and shit, and then I came across Chabot. I'm like, man, this shit cool type shit. And I was like, man, fuck that. I'm not going back to that CCSU shit. Yeah. So I just went to Chabot and then was there for two years. But, but I was about to say, like, yeah, I was academically ineligible. So I went through all that shit at the prep school. And this is what, yeah, uh, I went through all that shit at the prep school just to be still academically ineligible. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. So you got your grades up at Chabot, then Utah State showed interest, yeah. and then you kind of just uh, went from there? No, yeah. When I went to Chabot, it was like a clean start because, you know, it's like um, your GPA starts over, you feel me, which is good. Um, and then if you're academically ineligible, you have to obtain your AA for you to be D1 eligible or whatever. So I got my associate's. And that's why I got the offers and everything like that. So, have you looked at route, Angel? The Juco route? Yeah. Uh, I've been having a little little feeling about it. Um, I recently contacted a uh, school up in Florida. So, I don't know how that's going to go yet, but it's a thought right now. Because it would be best for you to restart your GPA? Uh, Yeah, I believe so. No, yeah, because, bro, I went to, because when I went to the prep school, it's like, once you go to prep school or postgraduate, like, they keep your same high school GPA. Yeah. But you could, like, add, like, a half a credit. That's what fucked me up. Um, Because they were under the, the the assumption that I could replace, like, I could add, like, a full credit. Yeah. But I only got a credit for, like, half a credit. So I was still ineligible. <laughs> yeah, I went to, after Hendrick and I did a postgraduate year, but it was on, at East Coast Prep. But that was only a half, half a year. So mm. I got the football season. I got extra film. I got the work done, and then it was nothing in the spring. So I was just chilling in the spring, getting in a weight room and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, so what? So what would your be your recommendation, Pat, to someone like Angel Shoes right now? Right now, looking to to go to a different school or like, I don't know, like from from what like uh, like on paper, what am I right now like? My freshman sophomore at the school. Uh, I'm a well, I'm a freshman right now because I took that okay. post grad year. So, and then so right now you still you still with them pretty much technically right now. Uh, yeah, I'm still at Tabor. For sure, for sure. Um, so it's about to be what are we right now? We're in the spring right now. So you're about to go back and do spring ball with them, right? Yeah, no doubt. And then, so I've like, have you talked to the coaches and like? Let them know what your goals are. Like, yeah, do they know I, that you want to stay there, or do, do they I, think that you want to leave? Uh, well, and since the beginning of the year, like I said, I'm I'm me and the head coach. We're like cl- already close, and this is my first year. But um, I know deep down he wants me to stay and stuff. But he always told me like if I do decide to leave, like he he'll, he'll have my back and he'll respect my decision. So, right. No, yeah, no doubt. Um. Bro, I would say, because, like, I've been, like, I've been, like, uh, I've been trying to tell Effie, too, like, 
like uh, just texting in between, like like with you, like I've I've been said this. I think you should go to the JUCO route. Um, yeah. it sometimes it could be complicated when it comes to the financials and everything like that. But um, there's a, like a lot of opportunities over there. Like you can't overlook the JUCO route. I know that you want to be at like at a four year. Yeah. Um, and Tabor might answer a lot of the the requests that you want and everything like that. But at the end of the day, like I don't think. It could, you know, service you as much as another school could. And you might have to take a sacrifice to, you know, put yourself in a position where everybody knows, like, yo, I'm here for a reason. Like, I'm not about to graduate at this school. Like, I'm trying to transfer and, and go to a different school. Yeah, definitely. So it has to be, like, the environment around you because it's going to fit you well. Because if you're a bunch of, around a bunch of kids that are just like, my mom sent me here. I just want to graduate. Yeah. And shit like that. And it's just like, bro, you, you're just not on the same page. You know what I mean? Like... And it'll be more beneficial for you if you're working towards something that you know is going to be beneficial for you. Like, when I went to Chabot, like, nobody wants to go to a junior college. Like, I told myself, like, man, I'm here now, though. Like, yeah. so if I made a mistake, I got to make it at 100 miles per hour. And that's exactly what I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you just got to, if you, if you know that you want to put that effort in, just you got to make sure that you're in the best position to, to do that. Because if not, it's going to be conflicting, you know? Yeah, I get you. Do you have like those like do you have like those worries? Like you don't want to go and waste some time at a JUCO? Uh it's not that. It's just I want like if I do go that JUCO route, I wanna find the right JUCO. Yeah. Like, I know Pat was telling me there's uh JUCOs that specialize in certain positions and they know certain coaches to get you to the next level. So like you don't wanna just go and waste your time at Yeah. A, but like not with these JUCOs, you gotta learn as much as you could. Like learn who they play, who who's really in their conference, who like, and the, these Kansas Jucos, they'll tell you where, where they send their kids. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a, like, the Juco stuff is like, it's like the wild, wild west. Mm-hmm. You just got to figure out, you just got to make it a, a decision that you're going to be comfortable with that you know that you can build off of. Because <clears throat> it gets difficult when it's just like, damn, I made this commitment. I'm not sure if I really want to do this. And you just stuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you think you did the right route, Pat? Me, for me, hell yeah, like, because I'm like, man, at the end of the day, like, I knew that I wanted a scholarship, you know, everybody wants a scholarship, yeah, scholarship. For sure. but then too, like, I was like, man, like, I was really like, on top of my shit, I was serious about my shit, I'm like, man, I'm out west right now, I'm trying to stay out west, like, this shit's lit, like, <laughs> you feel me, <laughs> the weather's perfect, like, I, I gotta at least go Mountain West, do you I, think I you made the right route? I had to uh, at least go Mountain West. You think you made the right choice, Utah State? Oh, well, Utah State. <laughs> uh, well, for, let me keep going. Like well, my first year at the JUCO, I, I was talking to Fresno, for, uh, so Fresno State. So I was like, man, I'm on the right track. But they didn't offer me, so I was just like, fuck. But um, I knew it was gonna come back around because I ended up going All American like after that first year. But like. Honestly, like, with, with that question you just asked, like, I'll tell Angel, like I, like, I just told Angel earlier, like, go where you feel the most love. You know, I feel like I was getting love from Utah State, but it was really, like, fake love. Like, they was doing, like, protocol stuff. Like, they was treating every recruit the same type yeah. shit. No, they, they was doing a little extra because it was my birthday on my visit. So, <laughs> they, they made me do, like, the rodeo shit, like, at Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. Country shit. It was, like, showing love like that. It was cool. But, like, you know, like, I feel like... If you go to a school, like, they have to be showing you love for a certain amount of time. Like, it can't just be all in one weekend. I know how much you love me. Like, yeah, for sure. That's what I thought, and it was just twisted. I, I, matter of fact, I was on a plane. I knew I was going to commit because I looked out the window. I'm like, bro, this shit is beautiful. <laughs> I've never seen no shit like that ever shit. in those mountains. But, um, that's, but, but like, what I was saying earlier, like, you got to go where you're feeling the most love because if it was up to me, because, man, I went on some visits and I kept in touch with some of these coaches and I'm like, bro, those coaches was 10 times better than these coaches, bro. Yeah. 10 times better. And it's like, if you, if you get in that love and you just push it away, you, you, if you didn't make the right move, you're going to be thinking about it later. It's like, yeah, damn, definitely. this person really wanted to see me shine. They was going to put me in the right system. I had a school put me, sit me down. They, they separated us. Like we, I was on a visit with two other, two other people. One of my uh, little uh, meeting in the room. First thing they put on the NFL, on the screen was on the screen was NFL. 
It was like, this is how we're going to get you to the NFL. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> and I know they wasn't playing, bro. They had like, this, this was Eastern Illinois. Uh, when I went to on my Eastern Illinois visit. And I'm like, bro, they were telling me about the connection they had with like the uh, Chicago Bears and shit like that. Like different like up east teams and shit like that. And uh, uh, it was Coach Hodges, the linebacker coach. He played with Von Miller at Texas A&M. I'm like, man, like. But the, I'm like, gonna make it. Uh, yeah. But I'll tell you, these coaches though, if they get a little lean on you, head. they'll use that shit. They'll use the fuck out that shit. He was like, "You like Von Miller, huh?" Like they just kept yeah. doing that shit. They're like hell yeah, like, they I be do. Doing shit like that. And I had another coach like from because I had offer from NAU too, and uh, that shit was cool as fuck. Like that shit was nice as fuck too. Northern Arizona. Um, See, I and, like the D line oh, coach would come okay. back and. He would just like, yeah, he, you know, he's the best linebacker, right? <laughs> like some other coach <laughs> right in front of me. He was like, he's better than Scooby Wright. I'm like, damn, who nigga really think I'm better than Scooby Wright? I was like, that's some shit. <laughs> so, you up. Yeah, so yeah, these coaches, they do show love. Like, you got to be able to, that's when your street smart got to come in and be like, yo, this, this person genuinely cares about me, cares about me, you know, and they're going to, they're going to rock with me. Like, when Utah State, I think I just was like, I, like I was just forcing on my on myself that oh yo these they really want you like I, you know what it was a real well Utah State like um this is the pitch that got me he was like um uh he was like you know Bobby Wagner came here right and I was like I was like yep yeah. <laughs> he, was like, he was like who's the highest paid linebacker in the NFL right now I was like B Wax and he's like yep. So I'm like, and then he showed me behind. He was like, "Look at all this money we put in this stadium and shit like that." I'm like, "Damn, like, yeah, that should be that should does begin." <laughs> that shit yeah, does bro, be- they'll try to convince one, you, but you yeah, gotta just be able to weed out like real love from you know just fabricated shit or like you just said you went on a visit to UConn and then they didn't even tap back in. Like yeah. that's weird as fuck. You know, people be doing that, so you gotta like whoever's consistently gonna be in your corner, you gotta take that in consideration. I don't care if it's D two, D three. You know, but you got to get the best you could. But, like, sometimes you just got to be like, damn, this person generally. You feel that fake love, too? Yeah, what happened? You feel yeah. that fake love, too, when you go places? Uh, Fake love? Yeah, there'd be, there be some places where there's fake love. But, uh, like I said, I committed a tape because they do show a lot of love. Like, when I first went to visit, uh, the, I was talking to the kids because the coach had me in a room with, with a group of kids that was already on the team. And, it was boxes of pizza and like everything, and he's and the kids are like, "Oh my god, you must be nice," because the coach has never acted like this before. <laughs> and I was just Sex, laughing, but, what? but it was a good time. I got to meet like more people than I like knew already up there, so it was a good time. We they asked me like a couple of questions. I asked them a couple of questions. It was just getting to know them really. Yeah. Yeah, but then uh. Then things go uh, sideways at uh, Utah, Pat. Let's end, the, end that story. Oh, um, yeah, you could say that. I mean, it just was. So, what advice? I, well, I know the answer to this already, but what advice would you give to someone in your scenarios going into a situation like that? You can explain the scenario and what would you have Use done your differently? Cars. Use yeah. your cars. Uh, I could have transferred down, I could have went to any one AA. But it was just this dude was being a fucking weirdo type shit. <laughs> I was pretty much trying to transfer. I was trying to. I was about to go to URI. Yeah. I was literally legit about to transfer to URI, and then it was the weirdest like sit down with this dude. It was just the weirdest because I, I already went into that room with that mindset like, yo, I'm about to just transfer, bro. These niggas not they playing with me like I, I'm really nice. Like I was killing shit too. Like yeah. my my spring I only had one spring over there, and I killed it the whole spring. I let all the linebackers and in, intos. In, in I had the game winning intro and the spring game, all that shit. Yeah. And then you feel me? It was just weak after that. So the coaches just really wasn't fucking with you at the end, huh? Yeah, exactly. So like if I if I really if like like you notice how I'm talking all these other schools that show me real love, like yeah. more love than Utah State did. Like there's no way they was gonna do me the way these niggas did me. You feel me? Yeah. And it's like the more D one is, the more commercial. The more commercial it is, because they're just doing their job. Like yeah, they're definitely. trying to get these big kids. I feel like they offer me because they had to. Like they had no choice. And I could have capitalized off that offer and got more offers. Because I had fucking, I had Mississippi State linebacker coach follow me on Twitter. Jeez. Like I had LSU. I could have built off that, that. Utah State was my first, uh, one one A offer. Yeah, you feel me? So I could have ate off that. So, like. Even if anybody's in that position like that, if you're in a good position, you're killing shit, you eating, 
You're getting these offers coming in. It's like yeah, because once you get you know one, I mean? keep them coming in. You, you got to be strategic. It's really like a business at that point. Yeah, it's well, like you, you're making a business decision. You know. Yeah. Once you get one, they all start falling. Yeah. That's how it really. And works. it's I, you know I I have to disagree with that a little bit because you know once you get like because I I got my first offer and yeah. it took a little while for the rest of them to come in. I mean, probably because I'm a Juco kid, too. But in high school, you could definitely say that. Like, if your grades was right in high school, yeah. there's no reason why you wouldn't have ever had those offers, like, right, right away. You yeah. know what I mean? Same thing for me. Like, these, they, they're pretty much damn near treating me like I don't even play football because my grades was trash. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, damn, I'm over here busting my ass every fucking Friday. Hell, yeah. That's saying, just for them to tell me, oh, your grades not good. Well, damn, at least somebody tell me that my grades ain't good. You feel me? It's just like... It's too little, too late. Like, did you so, have that at all at a? Would you say at Hendrickson, were people helping you out, or they were they letting you know? He was saying that Saints they weren't letting uh, you know. As sort of like a like a Division One eligible, you mean, or just like helping in general? I mean, I guess uh, Division One eligible. Uh, what you're were I guess looking to go? I mean, I would say didn't tell me till like my junior year, really. At that point, it's too late, no? Yeah. I felt like it was just too late because, see, the thing is, like, the, my worst year out of Hendrick was definitely my freshman year, and there's no nothing. Like, it was my freshman year, and then, like, it didn't, like, it wasn't bad. It was just I had a, a lot of Cs. That's not a D1. Yeah, it's not exactly. not D1 eligible, what they're looking for. Pat, we got your uh, your freshman 118 total tackle highlight tape out in the background. Show for sure. Yeah, but um, yeah. So pretty much, if you're looking for D one, you have, if you have any offer like offering advice to any upcoming freshman anywhere, you have to get your grades up freshman year. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. I was just really, about to say, me Angel went through the same exact thing. Yeah, like, yeah pretty much. Cause. Yeah. But to any advice, yeah, I don't want to. Yo, Saints did help me. They definitely did help me. I didn't help myself. <laughs> yeah, but I, I didn't know no better cla- too. And work. So you got to know what's up. You just got to put yourself in a better position, honestly. Because yeah, yeah, your GPA I from your help. freshman year all the way to your senior year, that, that shit all matters. And that's one thing that I didn't really get till like my so, end of my sophomore year, beginning of junior year. Like, damn, I messed up freshman year. Like, I could have done way better. So that that makes it even crazier for someone like an Xavier or someone like a Quiddy, them knowing, kind of believing in themselves and having that grade ready yeah. to be looked at by Michigan mm-hmm. says something in itself because if they didn't have it since that freshman year, their plan in place, they wouldn't be at getting those looks at all. Yeah, for sure. No, yeah, they, you got to like, yeah, Quiddy did his thing in the classroom, you know what I mean? Because Michigan's not no... Not no URI. Yeah, they're smart school. Academic wise, it's a good school. You know what I mean? You gotta have good grades for for half of these schools. Like you, you, these D one schools that be giving offers, like you know, they'll they'll work with you because you play sports. But to a certain extent, because it's not up to them, it's up to the NCAA too. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean? And Quiddy had like a three four over there too. Yeah, was That's crazy. Or like three around around the three fives. I don't know, but he was up there in the GPAs too. He was doing his thing. Wait, Pat, I always love this story. I feel like true head football people would love this. Was that Shabo or Utah State where you played Jay Jahi and Josh Allen? Oh no, no, no! I didn't play against Jay Jahi, but fucking uh, like I'll talk about those two. Like Jay Jahi, like I used to just like I don't like our, our most of the coaches left. When I got to Utah State, which I didn't know until after, most of the big shots like Dave Aranda or whatever like that. But they would just watch that Jay Ajayi tape, bro. He was whooping our ass. This is when <laughs> Boise State was nice. But, um, but no, nah, we played against Josh Allen. I uh, played against him both years. <clears throat> my first year, my first junior year, bro, like I'll never forget sitting down on the bus on the, on the, way, like, on the way to the airport. I'm like, bro. Nigga, did we just play the white Michael Vick? <laughs> like, He's nice, man. Bruh, no, but you, like... Well, he was running all over you shit, guys? The shit he was doing in... in, in uh, the shit he's doing in the NFL right now, 
it ain't shit <laughs> compared to how he whooped our ass, bro. <laughs> Both of my years. Bro, this dude, like, like, first of all, like, he was doing whatever he wanted to. Like, it, if, like he wasn't throwing nothing in the pocket, like, damn near. He was scrambling on us, bro. He was running, like, he was rolling out to the right, throwing 50-yard bombs on the fucking money, like, all Man, game. I'm like, nigga, yo, can somebody, like, do something, bro? I'm like, what the It's fuck? crazy how someone can get, like, so much good stats when, as, as soon as they, like, lock in and not know how good of a player you are. Do you have a story, like, a crazy story against someone you're like, all right, this guy is just too fucking good? <sighs> Me? Um... Uh, there was this one person, uh, my prep year, that was going. Cra- I don't know his name, but he was going crazy against us. Just like the quarterback, he was a uh, running back, just straight getting the ball and getting out of there. I'm just like, What's oh cool? my god! I think it was uh, Milford Academy. Oh shit! Yeah, Wait, yeah we that that game we ended in a brawl. Because <laughs> that kid, he ended in a brawl. No, I don't Yo, even. Someone's got to stop him. I was in the, I was in the sideline and I turn around. And they just start fighting and benches start clearing. Oh shit! So yeah, that shit was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that shit was crazy because I I'm like someone's trying to fight me and I look to my right and I see my roommate getting jumped. So I'm like, man, fuck this person. Let me go help my roommate. <laughs> Bro, it's football stories are the best. But you are here destroying people. Yeah, facts. <laughs> yeah, who's the best person I played in Juco? Um, fuck, man. You must have faced some balls on Juco. Bro, honestly, like my 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 second year in Juco, like in the in the, I lost to San Francisco City both years. This last year. Especially um, the quarterback wasn't even that lit like that. Like I was really, like, you feel me? That, that, that um, Cali but Juco's nah, this crazy. nigga he he's the backup for the Chiefs right now. If I'm not mistaken, like he's been the backup for the Chiefs. That, uh, he's like number four. Rodriguez, so his like his name Rodriguez, oh, something. But I'm not sure if he's still on the Chiefs. But nigga ended up on the Chiefs. He went to Wazoo. I think he went to Wazoo after after San Francisco City. Shit, there's a couple of him. of kids that's on my team at Tabor that came from JUCO. And they're mostly nah, yeah, they be Cali. Juco, like players are really bouncing around. Like they tell me that Cali Juco is different. No, nah, yeah, it and it, it it depends on like. See, I went to Juco in the Bay, like, and like I had one of my roommates. Uh, my first year, he transferred from another Juco. Um, and he went to like Juco in like SoCal, like in the Pat, desert. You just fucking yeah. chases dude down like twenty five yards. <laughs> the the red school, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Modesto right there. You guys fucking spied his ass down. What were you just saying? Oh, shit. I forgot. You know, I mean, <laughs> took too many years, you know. Man, I don't even know who's the best player that I've played in high school. It was a lot of competition in high school. High school? I mean, skill player or mean like an overall player? Overall player where you didn't think it would be Xavier? Mike Reed. That, but that's someone that I played with. Yeah. I've Someone that I went against. Yeah. Skill player? I'm trying to think too. I'm going to all the games pretty much. Mike Reed for sure. A, that nigga had to be Iona like, Prep guy. He was like the white martial yeah, folk. The whole Iona Prep team. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, Mike Reed was good. He was good as shit. There was some white boy. He played at Barrington Art when we played. He uh he was a beast. He uh he actually won Gatorade over Gene. You know Gene, right? Uh I think. Gene Rousseau? You know Rousseau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But um, you know. The best kids that Angel definitely faced was definitely these Ionic Prep kids. Yeah, and they were they were all good. They were good. We, we should have beat them back uh, when we played them at Handy. Yeah, definitely should have. No, Carl's bum man. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Carl. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Question, both of you guys. What's like a top top three plays you guys can think you guys made throughout your career so far? Well, Pat, your career's done, but. Top three, three plays. Three plays you've made that. I, let me go. Let me go because Angel's still playing. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, you, um, yeah, you got that. I'll, I'll count down to three. And my first one, the first one that comes to mind is uh, freshman year at Saints. Like, uh, <clears throat> fucking fresh freshman, year. First, we, I was yeah. playing freshman football. Like, I was on the freshman team. At this yeah, point. I was too. Like I was game. too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I you you fucking uh, yeah. Well, I just returned I that bitch to the crib. Yeah. First time I touched the ball in high school. So I was just like, nigga. Quit playing with me. <laughs> this shit way easier than the Braves. <laughs> uh, 
So no, that was that's number one for sure. That's the top top memory I got. Second would be second would be uh the same uh, my fr- my freshman year at the end of my last game. I think this is my last game where we played LaSalle. I was like this is my first year, first game starting. This is like no, this is not this okay, definitely right. not the last game. I started the last four games freshman year, but fucking I'll just never forget this play just because like this shows like how raw I was like um, as a like an athlete, like a player, like not not rising good, just rising like, as fuck, an athlete. Like, you yeah. fucked up, like <laughs> like I, I had pick, I got a pick, like I had uh, like, this nigga they ran like a slant, like the tight end. I, I picked that shit off, and then like, I know in my head I picked it, but we both on the ground. And I'm like, yeah, nigga, pick, nigga, let's get up. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I let the ball go, uh, and the kid gets up with the ball, and the, the ref was like, we're researching. Of course, we playing at LaSalle and shit. But I'm like, bro, that was clearly a pick. Niggas got up. It was like, bro, I thought you had a pick. I'm like, nigga, I just picked that shit. <laughs> but I'll never forget that, because it just showed me, like, bro, you got to be on your shit at all yeah. times. Um, And third, fuck, um... Honestly, my high school, yeah, I want to say my high school tape, uh, we were playing in the rain. I just remember, it's on my high school highlight tape, like, um, from my first to second play. I just remember laying this nigga out, bro. <laughs> it's like first or second play on my high school tape, like, bro. Because, like, 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 I was just like a speeding bullet on that shit. Like, most of my career at the end, when I, you feel me, perfecting my shit, I was just like a speeding bullet. And I was like, the first time it showed me, like, bro, you can really hunt some shit down and really destroy some shit if you want. Hell yeah. So that's number three for me. Angel got some shit, though. <laughs> he definitely got some <laughs> shit. So one, I'm trying to see top three, that, though. I feel like it has to be in it, at least for Hendy, at least, was that Cranston East play. When you fucking bounce off like six dudes, oh uh, yeah, dude yeah, off at the end, that gotta be yeah, that's gotta be top. When three. we play that handy, yeah, yeah, well, that yeah. was bad. It was a, uh, or well, if he, he, I don't think he knows, but it was like a jet from like our own 35, 40. Yeah, you went at least like seventy. Uh yeah, and I broke off like about five, six tackles. <laughs> yeah, bro, it was bad. It looked like he got caught, but then he popped out of nowhere and juke some dude, spinned off some other guy. Yeah, that that's definitely in the top three. Uh, damn. He's like, I got so many, I can't remember. I'm dead ass. <laughs> nah, but the second one will probably be probably my first my first varsity touchdown since it was you know against LaSalle, of course. Uh, it was like a, like a little arrow. I juke one kid and took it to the crib for like about fifty-five yards. That was my first varsity touchdown. So that was turnt. Uh, number three would probably have to be my sophomore year when we played Portsmouth at the at Hendy. Oh yeah. And Tom yeah. threw that wheel to me and I caught it over two kids. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that's... Yeah. That was probably that's probably in the top three. Portsmouth in the Super Bowl year, senior year too, was a good one. When you hit the kid off with the piece, yeah, that was that was, good. <laughs> that was a good one. They were talking, Man. but they were talking mad shit to Angel. Yeah, Portsmouth. Yeah, Portsmouth. Yeah. yeah, and he caught a he caught a touchdown over what was it two defenders? Yeah, their whole student section was trying to get at me. So as soon as I scored, I looked at their student section and just threw up the little peace sign because we was up by like three touchdowns already. Yeah, and, bro, and, I, and I caught the picture, perfect picture. Yeah. Too. I remember it was the NK. Some girl made a sign. Like, oh, yeah! I'm like, bro, is that a bad? Is that bad? Hey, so I, I before the game, I'm look, I'm on my phone and I check someone's snap, and there's this girl with like a little poster, little poster board, and it's a screenshot of me like sliding her DMs, and I just, oh my God. but I just said what's up, but but with like the but with the eye emojis type. So she put she printed that out and thought that was funny, and that's like that was the first that was the first game I came back from my suspension because I got suspended uh the Cumberland game. Oh yeah yeah. So I'm already turned up. Like all right, if you want to add more fire to the field and be my guest, so I I go out there I scored. Three touchdowns in three different ways. I catch one, I pass one, and I run Wait, one. Wait, that was senior year? 
Yeah. 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 That was a good ass game. And it was at NK. So. Bro, that game was churn. Yeah. And I'm I'm undefeated on that new field. So it's really my field, really. It really is. Even the All Star game, and, you guys. Yeah, and, and we won the All Star game. Yeah, senior game. Yeah. yeah, so really undefeated on that field. Not gonna lie, though, NK was probably your rival post the Yeah, they were. They were our public rivalry school. Basically, yeah. we hated each other so much. It was crazy. I remember my freshman year. I wasn't on varsity yet. Uh, I was on JV, but the varsity basketball game was, and it was at Hendy. It was so loud, like. And Coach Gomes like told told the team before like this is our public rivalry school like best believe that it's gonna get crazy in here and I'm on, like I'm watching from the stands watching this game and they bring their whole damn near their whole school yeah bro it was- to and it's their student section I'm like oh my god I cannot wait until <laughs> I get on this varsity court because <laughs> like coach like Coach Gomes knows and Coach Croft knows like I play my best when I go against better competition when. When the game is on the line and we need something to happen, I'm at my best all the time. So what's going through your mind like at the line? So say they put your – most of the time you're seeing the other team's best defender. Yeah. So what's going through your mind when this corner is lining up on you? That painted, Yeah, well – Let me paint the picture. So like especially the NK game, that went down to the wire. Yeah. Um, We scored, what, the last like possession of the game are pretty positive? Yeah, I yeah, think so. Yeah. And then um, So the last possession of that game – What's going through your mind when you're lining up? You know you're seeing their best defender. Yeah. That's that's a bit um, Coach P, he usually used me inside, so I would always go against, like, outside slower linebackers. So I would always, like, just blow right by them. But when I'm on the outside, they wouldn't really, like, try and press up because they know, like, I'll just blow by them. So they'll give me, like, maybe, like, seven yards of cushion and stuff. But if they're in with a safety over the top, and it was just like I would see like the safety be like, oh, I'm alright, I'm over the top, I got you over the top. So in my head, I'm like, alright, I might not get the ball this play, but someone else has to get open. Yeah. But but you're thinking like, there's no way they're stopping me. Yeah, I, that's always my mindset. That that's always my mindset. It's always gonna be my mindset. Like if you're in front of me, show me that you can stop me. In fact, really. How about you, Pat? What's your mindset? The opposite. So games on the line, you're playing. You probably got the team's best offensive guy since you're typically the man on uh on D. What's going through your mind at that point? Shit, honestly, the only thing you could really hope for is that everybody does their fucking job. Honestly, yeah. yeah. As soon as you break that huddle, you know. <clears throat> Shit, and then it's like at that point you just like you notice you you know everybody got to do their job, and if anything comes your way, you gotta you gotta lock that shit down. You gotta got to make that play you know it's just like whatever so pretty much like the first thing i'm thinking about is i gotta make this play whatever comes comes my way because i already know like my teammates gotta have my back yeah you know? that's, not, that's my so whatever safety. comes my way i gotta you know take care of that and especially when i was at safety too because i would play safety in high school so and i'll have nick in, in the middle of the field because he played linebacker so i'm like all right he got the middle of the field we had sometimes we had we had Brandon at corner. We had uh, Jordan sometimes go at corner. So I'm like, all right, we good in the outside. Yeah. Now we someone got to make a play. Facts, yeah, facts. I mean, yeah, man, you guys you guys had a good squad. Brandon held his his side down. Yeah. Tegan, Tegan held his side down. For sure. Andreas did good at safety. Nick obviously is a beast. Nate a beast. Yeah. And that that's I, crazy. Like you guys had that like trust in each other for yeah, sure. Yeah, we've like. Ever since we lost that sophomore year, like we knew, like we wasn't, we didn't want to feel that way again, especially to that school. (laughs) That school. That school. Who do you hate more, LaSalle or NK? It was always be LaSalle, always. NK, like, I don't even care about them that much. So, like, you you genuinely don't like LaSalle? Yeah, I genuinely don't like LaSalle. Is it just the aura that even the people there? Huh? Even, like, the people, you just hate the school. Like, oh, fuck LaSalle. <laughs> you're really like, yo, fuck this person. Man. You don't have to say start, names, but. Nah, nah, it's not names. You know what I'm saying? I'm always say fuck LaSalle because it's fuck LaSalle. But, like, they always gonna say it back. They always say fuck Hendy, da 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 Yeah. So, why, you know what I'm saying? Why can't I say that shit back? <laughs> Why can't I say that shit back? Yeah, they're like one one in ten against you, so Yeah, you I ain't even worried. No, I've lost to LaSalle Fucking Cole. Tw- twice. God damn. Twice out of four years, so that's nothing. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, um, yeah, it's been a good ass podcast. You have any uh, words to wrap up, Pat? Any words of wisdom to any up and coming um, kids coming to high school, looking to college? Any last words from my guy, Pat? Shit, I would say <clears throat> listen to the people that did it before you. Like, really listen, because I used to be just like in that position, listening, but not really listening. It's like, yeah. I hear you, but you know, I'm not, you feel me? Like, I'm going to just do my thing the way I want to do it. Like, that's what it really comes out to all the time. But I would just say, listen to any advice. You know, you know, people are not going to steer you wrong if they know what they're talking about. You know, yeah. you don't really always know everything. So, whatever advice you can get from somebody, take that shit in consideration and try to apply that shit. Yeah. For sure. Anything from you, Angel? Any last words? Anything you want to plug? Anything you look forward um, to? Just like he said, if if you know somebody who did it like before and went through all the process and stuff, actually listen. And like like we've been talking about this whole time during this podcast, grades, 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 grades. Yeah. Because honestly, that's like the first thing coaches are going to ask your head coach. What's his grades looking like? How How is he as a person? How is he off the field? And then after that, you know what I'm saying? They just, they're going to like, if you really, really want to play at the next level, you just honestly have to take care of the things now. Take mm-hmm. take care of everything now, so l- later on in your life, everything will just lay out and how you want it. That's pretty much it. For sure, for sure. Like listen to listen to Angel and Pat. If you're listening to this, if you're trying to look to get to the next level, and um, as always, fuck LaSalle. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I can second that. I can second that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we out here. Let's get it. <laughs>